0: Exploring Faith and the Future, Neil Johnson and Bible teacher Dr.
1: Camille Majdali. We're talking about what really is the desire of every family, to live in a harmonious home. We've been talking about some of the principles of a harmonious home, things like staying in church, being consistent, having a principle of good communication. Today, Camille, let's talk about prayer in our family. Is that a way to really secure, that level of harmony we're all looking for?
0: Neil, prayer is definitely a means of bringing harmony to the home. Prayer is for the Christian, the air we breathe. And prayer is a means of empowerment, because when you're a prayerful Christian, you're an empowered Christian. But in addition, prayer has another function. It's got several great functions. But prayer also delivers a priceless, wonderful thing, and it's called the peace of God. We find this in Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 and 7. I will paraphrase this passage to you. Worry about nothing. Pray about everything. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall guard your heart and mind in Christ Jesus. That principle doesn't just apply to the individual who prays. That principle also applies to the family that prays and to the church that prays. We can live in the peace of God despite any and all adverse circumstances. So, yes, we need to pray for our families and we need to pray with our families. Camille,
1: praying for and with our families perhaps isn't as hard as it sometimes seems because there are times through the day when we are together mealtimes, where we typically, as a Christian family, might start by saying grace.
0: Certainly, saying grace at the table is a wonderful way to start teaching our families about corporate prayer. Although it's interesting, from a Jewish perspective, as I understand it, they don't thank God necessarily just for the food. They also thank God for himself, who he is, that he is the provider, the creator, and so on. Yes, there is a blessing of the food, but ultimately we're blessing the one who gives the food. And I think that would be a good emphasis to put on saying grace at the table. We're not just thankful, oh God, for the food, which is here today, gone tomorrow. We're thankful for the God that is before space and time, yesterday, today, and forever, Alpha and Omega beginning and the end. Get people to focus, especially your children, not just on the problems Get them to focus on God, who is the solution. And grace is a good place to start. I guess consistency
1: here is important too. Otherwise, you'd fall into the trap of only praying when there's a crisis. But that's not necessarily the only time we ought to be praying.
0: Well, the truth is, according to First Thessalonians 5 and verse 17, it's just a three-word verse, pray without ceasing. How on earth, Neil, do we pray without ceasing? We do have to sleep. We do have to work. We do have to have some recreation, although it's amazing how many people don't, but we should have it. How do you pray without ceasing? That's a very good question, and I want to provide what I believe is a biblical answer and something we need to teach our families if we want home harmony. To me, to pray without ceasing is to live what we call the Spirit-filled life. Spirit-filled life means we come to the river, drink of the river, and keep drinking. And we teach others, like our children, to come to the river and drink with us. Spirit-filled life is likened to plugging into a heavenly outlet. Or, let's use some internet terminology, we are ever online with God. We don't have to log in, we don't need passwords, we're already connected. Spirit-filled life is like being ever online. God can constantly download to us. We can constantly upload to him. And in that manner, this communication is prayer without ceasing. We need to model this before our family. We need to do it with our family. And I tell you, the harmony will flow like a river